T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on the second guest show. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside, right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Bobby J and I will be on until 8 o'clock tonight. On our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line from PewterPirates.com. He's covered the Tampa Bay Bucks for a long time. Roy Cummings. Roy, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Roy, if, put you on the lie detector machine. What would the chances have been if I'd have told you back, first of August, man, the Bucks got a shot to clinch the NFC South, and Baker Mayfield is going to be the best quarterback in the NFC South this year. Yeah, uh, for three straight seasons. How about that? Uh, three yeah, straight uh, years. Yeah, yeah uh, post-Tom Brady. I mean, everybody's like, if somebody saw that coming, they're probably related to Baker Mayfield. Either that or they, <laughs> man, God, God gave him a sign. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Roy, that's been, that's been unbelievable to me. Guys, uh, I am being 100% honest when I tell you this. I am on record uh, on radio here in Tampa Bay, on radio throughout Florida, uh, on television stations here in town. I am on record as saying that I have always thought from the very beginning of this season that, number one, the Buccaneers would win the division and that Baker Mayfield would be one of the primary reasons why they did it. I thought that the move to get Baker Mayfield was an absolute home run when they did it. Uh, I thought it was a perfect scenario for him. Uh, I thought with the uh, talent around him that he would excel uh, and that the defense was just good enough in a weak division, and as it turns out, in a very weak conference, uh, that the Bucks could win this division. I always thought New Orleans would be the team that would uh, give them the, the toughest uh, uh, match, but um, it, and because of Derek Carr in particular, and because I believe obviously in their backups there uh, at the quarterback position, uh, and I just think that team is very solid, but I have thought from the very beginning uh, that the Bucks were the best team in the division and that uh, if, if they played up to their capabilities, they would win this division and the Baker Mayfield would surprise a lot of people. So I'm not that surprised by it. Um, and they seem to be getting stronger as they go on. That's a little bit of a surprise, but I'm not surprised that they're, they're leading the division right now. I'm really not. Well, well. Yeah. Roy, I can tell you, um, when I got on the bandwagon, you know, you can get on the bandwagon, off the bandwagon. When I saw what he did against the Packers, uh, had his best game of the season against the Pack, uh, throwing for 381 yards, four touchdowns, a perfect quarterback rating. I mean, that speaks for itself. And then you look at uh, Rashad White. We all look at all-purpose yards or whatever. He's averaging 125 yards on the ground. 
uh, n- n- nearly uh, 35 over his season average over the past four games. So always, what have you done for me lately? And then you look at the receiving core and you look at their defense and all that. The one thing uh, I know what I, what I like about Baker Mayfield, and I would guess, uh, you know, maybe I think he did too many commercials in Cleveland, uh, whatever. <laughs> that, that, that's a different topic. But when he planted the Oklahoma flag on oh, Ohio State uh, right there, when he did that, I go, he's an alpha dog. I like <laughs> alpha dogs. Uh, listen, you ain't scared. If you're scared, say you're scared. You know, you're going to step up. And I think Baker Mayfield has taken advantage of a situation in Tampa. And uh, it, it is what it is. And what have you done for me lately? He's in a great position for Tampa to win uh, three straight years, the NFC South champs. Yeah, they are in a great position. And, and you're right. Baker Mayfield is the primary reason why. Look, Antoine Winfield on the defensive side of the ball has been a, been a major contributor as well. Obviously, Mike Evans continues to play at a Hall of Fame caliber level, uh, no matter who his quarterback is, and uh, he's he's had a big part of it. You mentioned Rashad White, uh, one of the, what, three or four backs in the NFL who's got more than a third of his team's uh, offensive production. Uh, he's been, a, you know, he's come along and just gotten better. But you know what? Baker Mayfield has played his best football in the most important games. It got a little rocky there midway through the season. He was having some, you know, some games that weren't special. Uh, play, team around him obviously wasn't playing at a high level. The defense is, you know, like they, they've got a tendency to, to give up a lot of big plays, a lot of chunk yards here and there in the passing game, in the run game. Uh, and that could still hurt them. Uh, you know, and I'm not predicting that they're going to go, you know, win two, three playoff games. But uh, look, Baker Mayfield for the last two weeks has played his best football in the most important games for the Buccaneers. And really, guys, as you well know, in New Orleans, what more can you ask out of a starting quarterback than, than to give, you, give us your best when uh, it matters the most? If you're doing that, uh, you're more than likely to win, uh, you know, your, your, your better share of the game. So they're in a great shape right now. They really are. Your, your thoughts on the development of Yaya at defensive end. Uh, he's from the Atlanta, Georgia area, goes to Louisville. And, man, a lot of people coming out with, oh, he's too skinny. I don't know how he holds up against the run. But, Roy, over the last few weeks, I mean, you have seen him with a, a sort of different array and a kind of a move, counter move, that has gotten much better as the season went along. And he's giving them an edge force that's really good coming coming off that corner. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Look, Yaya Diaby is a guy that uh, really just shined throughout training camp and the preseason. Um, and then I think what happened was uh, he had to make an adjustment. You know, he all of a sudden he's playing every down against, you know, the number ones. It's no longer, you know, he's out there against, you know, the twos or the threes or anything like that. It's not an exhibition. Uh, and I think he had to adjust to that. So you didn't hear a lot from him the first three, four, five, six weeks of the season. Um, but in the last couple of weeks, as you guys have pointed out, um, I think he's found his footing again, and he's adjusted. You know, the concern now is, you know, what's he got left in the tank? Uh, he's he's get about to get into well past what he's ever played in the college football season. Um, and so, you know, he's going to be up against it physically a little bit. But I think in terms of understanding what he can do with his skill set, uh, I think he's figured that part out. And now offenses are going to have to adjust back to him. He's made the adjustment, which, as we all know, guys, that, that's the, the key to succeeding in the pros, no matter what the sport is, 
you've got to learn to adjust. When teams figure you out, you know, what's your counterpunch? And um, he's, he's figured that out. So uh, now offenses are going to have to readjust to him, and he'll have to adjust again. But right now uh, he's riding a wave of confidence, and uh, it's making a big impact. And it's helping him that uh, there's a couple of other young guys alongside him on that line that are playing a little bit better too. Uh, and, and, you know, Cansey is one of them. And uh, they're number one pick this year in the, in the draft. Uh, Kalijah Kansi's played, a, he's played very well, and you're seeing him regularly in the backfield against the run, against the pass. Uh, just a tremendous uh, natural penetrator, and uh, I think that's helping guys like uh, Yaya Diaby as well. Now, uh, you know, Roy, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr., he's been the thorn in the Saints side as far as it just seems like he takes away the football. Uh, whether he's forcing a fumble or he's intercepting it. Uh, uh, Two-part question. What is his health status? And then you talk about the giveaway, takeaway. That's one thing that's been in Tampa Bay's favor. Now, uh, it was uh, initially big for the Saints, but not so much. You know, we always talk about that turnover margin, but that seems like it's really uh, benefited the Tampa Bay How not only taking away the football, but how they've overall been able to protect it. When you look at that, and then uh, what's the status of Antoine uh, Winfield Jr.? Yeah, we'll have a better idea on Antoine Winfield's uh, availability come tomorrow, obviously, when they get back on the field. So we'll see. I think he's going to be okay. Um, This is a guy they need, and, you know, they know they need him for this game. So I think he's going to be there for him. I don't think that's going to be a problem, but just how effective is he? You know, can they get him to the point where he's, you know, playing at, you know, 75, 80%, because him at 75, 80% is as good as a lot of guys playing at 100, 100%. So, I mean, he's got, he's, 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 he knows how to read the field. Um, the thing about Antoine Winfield, it's not just a physical thing. Um, you know, he can see the play kind of developing in front of him. He's really good at that. He's got tremendous instincts. I mean, there's a re, you know, they use him a lot down in the box as well. Um, it's just because he has that instinct. He just knows kind of how to read the play uh, before it develops. And, uh, you know, that's a, big, that's a big boost for any defense. If you know where to be before you have to be there, uh, it helps you a lot. And he's got that skill. So uh, he can still be effective even if he's not 100% physically. But I think he's going to be okay. He's going to be there. Uh, I'll be surprised if he's not. And then at the end of the day, you're right, guys. I mean, he just, he's got that ability to take the ball away. And if he's back there – no matter who the quarterback is, you got to watch out because he just has a way of uh, he has a way of kind of looking invisible until the last second when all of a sudden he's not, and then he's got the ball in his hand. Now, uh, Roy, how has uh, the Bucks fans viewed this? Uh, you know, Evan flows. You could be on a roller coaster. Uh, you go on a winning streak. You go on a losing streak. But um, it seems like the Bucks have reemerged after a stretch that saw them uh, lose four straight. Uh, six of seven overall after three and one start. So you look up and down uh, all of a sudden. Uh, are you surprised? Now think about how the season has transpired. Now uh, uh, think about that. You saw them lose four straight and six of seven after they were three and one. When they lost six of seven, come on, Roy, be honest. Were you thinking like, oh, maybe, here we go. So maybe this is not the year. Well, well, what did you think then? You turn it around. And look, even though the game in Green Bay, I mean, uh, look, Baker Mayfield got sacked five times, and it didn't even matter. I mean, uh, how do you break that down? I mean, that shows me a mature team, I think. 
Yeah, I think it does too. And and I got to be honest, I, I, to me, the biggest issue with, during the four great four game losing streak was not Baker Mayfield, and it wasn't the offense; it was the defense. Um, you know, they had leads that they couldn't hold on to. Uh, again, giving up a lot of chunk yards, big plays against the run, against the pass. Uh, they just didn't seem to have an answer outside of the blitz. And you guys know very well you can't just keep going to the blitz all the time. You sooner or later, you know, you've got to figure out a way to get there with four and and just play, you know, play defense. Some guys were hurt too. They were missing some guys. And look, there's been a lot of talk here in Tampa about Devin White. Uh, it hasn't been a spectacular season for Devin White. Uh, you know, this is a guy who came out during the offseason, wasn't happy with his contract, sat out for a little bit, uh, then realized, hey, I got to be here. I think it was an intervention there by some guys, uh, maybe Derek Brooks involved in that, saying, hey, you got to be a part of this team here. They need you. Anyone out there, and then I think he, I don't know, I think he got a little full of himself and just didn't play, obviously didn't play at a, high, a very high level. But uh, he came back last week, guys, and he was an impact player again. At a time when there was talk about guys like K.J. Britt, uh, you know, possibly taking his job and starting ahead of him uh, for the rest of the season, I think Devin White realized he's got to play a little bit better football in order to get the contract he wants and to be a part of this team going forward. So uh, that was a big impact. And I think the injuries, number one, they're getting a little healthier again. The adjustments that made by guys like uh, Yaya Diaby, uh, Kalaja Kansi still playing at a high level. Uh, I just think they've they I think they figured some things out and realized that uh, you know there's a way to win these games and hold on here. Uh, you know if we play a, a certain style, and it's you know it can't just be all out blitz all the time. And they, I think they I think they're adjusting to that. So to be honest, guys, I. My biggest concern was always the defense. It just wasn't playing up to the, up to its capabilities, and I think it's starting to do that again now. And it's a result, in my opinion, of two things: uh, a little bit better health on the part of some guys, uh, getting a little healthy, and uh, other guys, younger players in particular, you know, kind of finding their way a little bit. All right, last question. I don't know what he took this off season, drink wise, maybe changed his diet. Levante David. Everybody thought, okay, we've seen the very best of Levante David. And it's been really good. If there's a hall of very good, Levante David's in there. But he has really played well this year. Grizzled vet. Man, he's been there, been through everything there. But I think everybody thought he was his health and maybe his play was starting to really Uh, decline. You watch him now. Man, he is still a damn good football player. Well, uh, you know, Roy, I told Mike this. I, I, I... I think, you know, respect and all what comes about. Levante David, if he was playing in New York, I don't know, Chicago, oh. whatever, the recognition he would have gotten. But I look at him like almost uh, everyone respects Derrick Brooks, kind of like a poor man Derrick Brooks as yeah. far as recognition. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Neither one of you are wrong. You are absolutely on the mark. But what I think everyone underestimated, underestimated about Levante David is this. There is a fire burning inside of that guy that you don't see, but it is burning and it is never going to go out. From the time this kid was in high school, this fire has burned and he has wanted to be one of the greatest players. And I believe that he heard uh, the, the critics and understood that he was being questioned as to his ability to keep on playing, uh, went into free agency, didn't get a lot of it, didn't get a whole lot of interest. 
And I think he realized, look, I'm in the best place I'm going to be right right now where I am because the other thing about Levante David, guys, is he's always been a downhill player. He hasn't always been, in the NFL at least, in a downhill defense for him. It wasn't until, really, until Todd Bowles came that he was given the opportunity to play more downhill and attack the quarterback. And I think he loves that. And he's got that opportunity, and that's why he's showing up. We know he can run sideline to sideline. But you know what? We're finding out now that he's just effective running north and south, and particularly south towards that quarterback. And, guys, I just think that uh, that fire that burns in him, uh, I think he decided, you know what? I'm not done, and I'm going to show you I'm not done. And I'm going to come out, and I'm going to put, put together the best season I've had. And who can argue that this isn't one of them? I mean, this, this guy's had all pro seasons, pro bowl seasons, and this is just yet another one of them. And, and, and uh, right, and just for a short season. No, no, no. Uh, Roy, when I look at, uh, you know, about a significant impact for a whole decade. <laughs> what? Yeah. At the NFL level, you do anything for a decade? Come on. Uh, you got to get yeah. that respect. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, yeah, and he gets it. Yeah. Roy, thanks so oh, yeah. much for joining us this afternoon, man. Really appreciate it. And, uh, man, it looks as though it's going to be three in a row for the Bucks. And on Football Jeopardy, 25 years from now, I don't think a lot of people are going to get, after Tom Brady retired, who's the quarterback that led the Bucks to a third straight <laughs> NFC South title? I don't think many people are going to get that Baker Mayfield stuff. You may be right about that. We'll see how it goes. But, uh, look, you're right. Very few saw it coming. But, uh, you know what? The, the Bucks rolled the dice, and right now it's, uh, it's coming up well for them. So it's worked out in their favor, that's for sure. Thank you, Roy. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, Roy. All righty, guys. Thanks for having me. Roy Cummings, uh, pewterreport.com. Does a great job in covering the Bucks for over 20 years. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.